0: Everybody and welcome to the Bit Effect. Today is part two of the Outer Worlds, which is absolutely wild. So it's the Outer Worlds wild. All right. Uh, same as last week. Joining me today is my good friend, Craig. Hello. How are you today? Oh. I thought you were asking the listener. I was waiting for a response.
1: Oh, uh, it doesn't work like that, Dave. This is like out only. We won't hear oh. back anything. So we could be the most obnoxious people in
0: the world and we mm-hmm. wouldn't really hear well, feedback.
1: There's two reasons for that. Uh, one is the way the audio works, and we're recording an MP3, it's an output method. So we record, it digitizes our voices, and then puts it out. And then the second reason is that no one actually listens to us.
2: Oh, thank God. Oh thank God! Great. <laughs> All right, well that's that's very good. Can we skip on to me, please? I've not been well, introduced. Well, uh, okay.
0: Yet. So the the uh, the second member or third member of this crew is Mike, uh,
2: known for his patience. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, thank Mike. you very much. Um, so so just a little working into my internal logic here. At the end of every episode of um, Cowboy Bebop, what do they say? See you, space cowboy. Okay, so I'll say hello, space cowboy. That's my introduction. That's my formal introduction. Thank you.
0: Well, if you're going to say cowboy, you got to sound a
2: little Southern, Mike. Come on. And not Southern England. Okay, okay. Hello. Hello, Southern. Um, hello. hello, Not Southern. But hello, um, Space Cowboy. There we go. Does that work? You can't. You. What about a boisterous... Well, hey
0: there, Space Cowboy. That'll work. You, yeah. know, you know, something something like that. I mean... Superimpose uh, that anyway. over me. We're good. We're good. Okay, all right. So if you uh, are confused by our names, just remember there's one American, one Scottish, and one British guy. That's all you need to remember. That's it. Nothing fancy.
1: But Uh, can we just say, like, when you say one American, one Scottish, and one British, I'm British. Oh, here we we
0: go with that nonsense again. But I'm Scottish,
1: and Mike is English, so there's, like... But
0: he can't be English. That's my language. No, but it's also a country. You see, that's the problem. Like, English, British, I mean, you guys need to make up your mind. Just... Pick one and have it not be English. Just say two two Brits and a Yank. There you go. Done. But, but the problem is
2: here, you say Brit, you think you. You don't think no, Scottish no, or Welsh. Brit. Or... Great Britain is a combination of... We could have a Welsh person on here. We never will, but we could have a Welsh person on here. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to shoot for um, um, Timothy Dalton if we could get him. Oh, I, I think that would be amazing. Uh uh can we can we also trade Craig out for Simon Pegg and Mike? Um, uh we're gonna we're gonna switch you out for um Brian Blessed. boy thank you. <laughs> you forgot to yell and swear a little bit. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm I can be honored. Michael uh,
1: Edward <laughs>
0: i'll I'll switch out for matt damon or ben affleck or or somebody that's brad pitt maybe somebody a little more than me.
1: or we can cut out the past five minutes of this conversation
0: yeah yeah because because you see we record these at the same time and we all kind of took a bathroom break and when we come back it's kind of like we're meeting again for the first time so we just Mm -hmm. kind of have verbal diarrhea all over each other so skipping all of that Welcome to part two of the outer worlds. With me today is Craig. Hi there. How are you doing? Sorry, I was waiting for the. audience.
1: is just
2: nothing. Just nothing at all. Just hi there. How
1: you doing? Waiting for the audience. Uh, and, and, oh, I was waiting for the audience. Oh, ho, ho, ho. how we laughed, Craig. I'll castrate you.
2: Damn it, we gotta do
0: this again, guys. Okay. <clears throat> So yes, this is part 2 where we're going to discuss the story and the companions and all the miscellaneous that we forgot in the first episode. With me to do that is my good friend Craig, who's not talking to the audience, he's talking to me.
1: Hi there, audience.
2: How are you doing? <laughs> and patient as always is my good friend Mike. Howdy, space cowboy. <laughs>
0: Okay, so last time, like I said, we discussed the mechanics. Today, we're gonna start with the companions because the companions are an integral part of every RPG, unless you're playing on Supernova and you tell them to stand over there and don't get shot. I'll take care of this. So, guys, um, within this companions talk, I'd like to wrap in uh, what do you think about the voice acting
1: because I think the voice acting is probably one of the strongest points about the companions. Mm companion voice acting and um, general general voice acting i think it's it's pretty impeccable to be honest i think everything's really well delivered everything has its own twang right down down to dr phineas fogg or whatever his name is i think it's really 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 well oh, done. oh
0: aren't you clever i made a note about that not you <laughs> i get to bring that up thank you Terribly sorry uh <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I think um Ashley Birch continues on her streak of being a really good voice actress. Mm-hmm. Um I think she does a great job. Everybody else, like I like I liked Victor Max, the guy who does Sam, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's kinda cute. Um I didn't really run into anybody that I thought, ugh, your dial other than maybe some like bandit barks that were like, uh, eh, yeah, but they, they don't matter near as much.
2: Mike Yeah, across across the board everyone was no- notably Pretty decent. I didn't. I didn't spot any sort of any bad ones in in between them. I think um, maybe your, your main fella. Uh, what's his name again?
0: Phineas, the, Phineas Wells.
2: Yeah, he, uh, he got on my nerve a bit and sort of like uh, at points. I was thinking, God, do I need this guy in the game? But apart from that, he was a little dark brownie. Little hmm. dark brown. Well, that's that's
1: the whole thing, isn't it?
2: But.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's fine if you don't like the flavor of it. It's, I think he did a good job mm. getting that flavor. Yeah. All right, so let's let's crack right into companions, guys, and uh, I'll try to keep this chronological, but I may screw it up depending on what choices you made. You could always get different people first, but like uh, for my playthrough, the first one I got was Pravati. Pravati. Mm. Pravati. 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 Uh, the first one you got was Pravati, and initially. I thought she was a great character. Uh, what do you guys think of of her?
1: I I liked her. I took her. Th- are we in full spoiler territory just now? Yeah, yeah, full spoiler territory. Ah, uh, good right. I took her pretty much right through to the end, only because of the quest line, her personal quest line, and then trying to set her up with put her face on the groundbreaker. Oh yeah, as I, a, I
2: can't remember the name, but, as a love
1: interest, um, G- not Janine, the one in the shipping that's, area, yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, hang on, Jennifer Garofalo. <laughs> I put it on. I put it in your notes. Anyway, um, I I kept her for the most part. The, the, half of the reason I picked I kept her was because by the time I managed to collect more than two companions, I already kind of figured out a flow of what I was doing in the game. So you know, swapping out a companion. Before you know it, someone is coming in with a power fist and punching people as you're trying to shoot them and you're like, man, I was just going to shoot that person. You've come in and just power punched them into oblivion. So I kind of just... I just kept her for the sake of the fact that um, you just know what they're going to do. You know what they're going to do, so you fit in with their way of working. Like You know what Pervati's going to do when you come across oh, enemies. Oh,
0: gotcha. You. You, okay, so it's kind of like an archetype. You know what their yeah, archetype exactly.
1: is. exactly. So by the okay. time I got the option for a third companion... I was already like, do you know what?
2: Fuck it! I'll just stick with what I'm doing. Okay, uh, Mike. Yeah, I've, I don't know. Straight out of the gate, I thought she was a a, a filthy little liar, and that she you know, she she was the Turner. She wasn't gonna. She wasn't. She was gonna change her allegiance and be be all happy in the future with, with a bit of guidance from me, which which would never come. But um, yeah, so so I kept her, <laughs> I kept her along for the entire ride. But but yeah, initially I was thinking like. I thought anything goes here. I, I, I didn't trust that if I was to break her trust that she'd leave me or anything like that. And she never did. So, yeah.
0: No, she seems kind of like the baseline. Uh, it will take a lot to get her to leave.
1: Yeah. Kind Jun of character. Lee. Jun Lee is who she falls in love with.
0: Oh, ah, okay. Uh, so so there, there's my problem. Uh, I did her quest all the way up until Byzantium. And... By that point I was every time she talked to me I'm like what are you a child just I can't 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 do all this stuff for you you have to take the initiative at some point she never did so uh she ended up just being alone on the ship with the AI um I wasn't going to literally hold her hand because look you're not a child you can do this yourself get going I um,
1: I'm a sucker for all that bollocks do you know that I, I generally am too. The problem was it got so um,
0: – chi- I can't say child. Like that's the only word I can think of. It, it's like, look, you're an adult. Act like an adult. You, you, you do this stuff yourself. I'm not going to go everywhere. I, I got tired of the constant – buckles wiffle waffle with her. Yeah, it, it was just it, – it just got on my nerves. And so uh, she, I kept her. The, uh, most of my game was played with uh, her and Max, mm-hmm. uh, combat wise. But in terms of quest wise, yeah, there was just a point where I, I got annoyed by her quest, and and uh, annoyed in a good way, not in a well, this is stupid way, that comes later. Yeah. Uh, but in a look in real life, our personalities wouldn't click. It's just uh, I like her though. I mean, I mean as a character, she's she's a nice. She's one of the few nice people that you run into.
1: I so I, I like
0: that she was there. It's a nice it's a nice thing to have a nice person. It is a nice thing to have a nice person, and that's nice. You know, yeah. it's nice. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of not nice, uh, next up we have Vicar Max, oh. who has the best combat bark in the game, I think. Whenever you select his ability, he says, never anger a man of the cloth and then shoot somebody with a shotgun. <laughs> that is a very good line. <laughs> I like it. Um i'm i'm kind of kind of the same as Pavardi with him uh i like his character i like his quest his quest is very cool um it's it's nice that's all i'm gonna say because nice is the watchword this episode of it really is it's nice uh my problem was the way it wrapped up was the dumbest cheech and chong
2: nonsense i've ever seen did anybody else finish up his quest I did not even recruit I... him in the first place, to be honest. I, I spoke to him. Oh, really? Um, and I was, I was prepared to take his route and help him with whatever he needed. But then he sort of just faded off. I think I, I just lost him. Lost him in the ether. I, the whole quest of, okay, there's this book that's supposed to have insight yeah. into
0: his religion. And then, oops, it's in French. And then you've got to go find somebody that it speaks French. For- that, was, that was a very uh, interesting line uh, for, quest for me.
1: Uh, Craig, what were you gonna say? I th- no, just just on that, it was like it was interesting enough because it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't silly, but it was just a bit different and a bit like okay, I'll just go through the motions and I'll just do it. I did. I recruited him, leveled the shit out of him, and kept him with me along with Parvati, with you right the way through to almost the end. I didn't change it up.
0: Um. Am, am I alone on the way his quest wrapped up, or, or was that kind of stupid for you? Oh, the, like most of it was stupid. Yes, you know, I didn't get the vibe that it was stupid until the end.
1: No, no, right. no, I, I was the... just like, oh my god, really? Like, like, I don't know what it was about it, but it was just like, okay, this feels like a. In fact, in my, internally, I was like, this feels like a fetch quest, but we're fetching a language. Rather than an item, type thing, we'll just I go mean, through. I mean, I'm not gonna things. lie.
0: There was that little part of me that hoped, oh, this, this, this seems kind of Lovecrafty, where he's gonna uh-huh. search out this esoteric text, and then it's gonna drive him mad. That this is great. Really... You no, know, in the end, it's just, dude, get stoned, and you'll understand. Man, I was
1: genuinely like, uh... hoping that something disastrous would go. Like, imagine getting a companion quest where you've got their quest, and at the end of it. They get completely fucked up because of something. Yeah, you doing the quest is their Exa- undoing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was kind of hoping for with this, and it's not. It's just, it's just naff.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm a broken record at this point, but that happens in Dark Souls. Just, just so you know.
1: Fuck's sake!
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, like, um, and and my problem, I can't speak to them as combat. Things Because, like I said, I didn't really use them in combat until way later in the game. So, um, to me, every companion had the same amount of efficacy, which was none, until uh, I got the perk for them that was they can come back to life once after they've been downed. So, uh, next we have uh, who I affectionately call Billy Tossball, and the fact that I have no affection for him at all, and I hope he dies in a fire. Felix? Uh, does... Billy Tossball, please. Oh, sorry. Um, did anybody like this character? Because the moment I saw him, I'm like, I don't like you.
2: How does he even join? You're really annoying. How does, he, how does he join up? I can't remember now.
1: Uh, he's when you on meet him at the dock. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, he's he's on the ground no at the dock,
2: hmm.
1: and he, he's literally the first person on the right as you walk. Uh, in. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, I remember. <laughs> and then he's he's Just, got all his stuff packed in front of the ship when he comes back, hasn't he? Yeah. Um. Did anybody
0: do his quest, or did anybody like him, is my I question.
1: did his quest, but I can't recall what it was, and no, I didn't like him.
0: It's really annoying, which mm. um, I guess might sound bad, but I'm kind of okay with uh, a game having likable and unlikable companions, depending on what type of personality you are. I'm perfectly fine with that. Not every companion has to be hey, Geras. I
2: also like the so, fact that you, you don't necessarily have to pick any of them up. You, like to me going in no, blind true. without any yeah. promotional material like, i did not know who would be my partners all i saw was what five or six slots on a screen and, and i went yeah
0: uh for me uh felix you know how when you uh, hover over somebody they they do a little animation and when you're not it freezes his toss ball never hit his hand because i never selected him he just tossed it up and it froze there for all of eternity because i'm never going to bring felix ever uh, the next one is Naoka and I kind of feel the same way about her. Um, I, I don't need the the alcoholic gun elemental. I'm, I'm good, thank you. Uh, same same question here for you guys. Did she make an impact on you guys at all? D-
1: did the side quest didn't make an impact. Didn't use her.
2: So th- this was my final final um, ally who who joined me and took up the place that, that Felix would never get. Um, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I never I never really saw a side quest to completion. I got as far as going to the grave. And then she said she was going to leave me for a while, which she never did because she stayed at my party till the end of the game. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if that was a bug or whether I just never granted a leave to go off to do whatever she wanted to do. Um. But yeah, it was it was actually only during the ending that I found out that she was an alcoholic. Just <laughs> of... Oh, she mentions it like straight up. She is she is free sails to the wind, well, toasted. The space bar on a keyboard is very quick at moving through dialogue. <laughs> and sometimes, if it slips, you know, twitchy, twitchy space bar. But yeah. Um. All right. Uh. We,
0: surprisingly, next is what is next? Sam. Is Sam? Sam next. Yeah, Sam is next Uh, Sam is the tradition of Obsidian and Bethesda of having a robot like thing that uh, is completely anachronistic to everything going on you know you're killing things he's talking about cleaning Mm -hmm. or you're killing things and he's calling everybody meatbags it's kind of a character uh, both bethesda and obsidian have in almost every game like in dragon age it was shale yeah in uh Knights of the Republic, it was hk47 it's that kind of character um i like them i mean like like he's okay um nothing special to say about him though
1: and uh, exactly the same did the companion quest didn't like him no that's unfair never used him. would be the 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 way to go
2: Sam. Sam looks uh, Mike, pretty cool. Even... I've never, I never saw Sam in the entire game, but looks like a.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he's on your ship, in, and yeah. in, in,
2: like you recruit him from the inside it's of like your a ship. Terminator, off. Like space. He's up space hole. If something. you go
1: up the stairs, he's like first on the right, beside Vicker Max's house or room.
0: Yeah, you need to get him a special part and yeah. then he, you can actually,
1: recruit him. It's actually convenient that the the, the the ship has just enough rooms for all your companions <laughs> that you meet. That's kind of... Very serendipitous, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, next we have who I thought was going to be a character that I would like and then didn't, and that is Ellie. Yep. And she has the distinct honor of being the only character that was not good enough for me to reload a save so I could revive. She died. Oh. Um... I, I like her. I like her personality. I like her story. And then it's oh, oh, you're you're a spoiled brat. Oh yeah, you can you can stay on the ship now. Uh, that's fine. Uh, due to how my Byzantium shook out, uh, it was very interesting to try to finish her quest. But we'll talk about that later when we actually get to Byzantium. Uh, Mike, any thoughts I on Ellie?
2: Ne- until now, never seen her. Never seen her. Well then,
0: so. Uh, I'm glad you guys kind of shook out the way you did too because at first I was a little worried of oh crap man this this game has not good companions like in all honesty none of them I really liked like it had one and a half good companions in it and uh, it's interesting because it's the first game I've had that happen to me where I don't think it's bad companions it's just companions I don't click with personally. I mean, do you guys view that as kind of a, well, you guys didn't make any good companions or is it just kind of, no, 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 the personalities don't click.
1: Yeah, no, I'm exactly in that second camp. I just, I'm just, i just like, nah, this wasn't for me. I'll, I'll just play it the way I want to play it. Job done. It wasn't, you people are really shittily written.
2: Oh yeah, no. No, absolutely not. No, I think that's, that's a good testament to it. It's like Dragon Age, isn't it? Again, where, you know, you, you will roll with people Regardless of whether you like them or, or not. <laughs> it, well,
0: you I, I mean, in this at least, they make that that uh, concession to if you don't like any of them here, have
1: a lone wolf perk. Yeah, there you
2: go. Oh, is that what you get? I, I didn't realize.
1: I that's the yeah. key to the quick run or the speed run is the lone wolf perk, and increasing your sprint speed. Both of those, and then just sprint your way through the whole thing, killing everyone. I, Winner.
2: I quite underutilized the um the partner skills. To be honest, it wasn't until I uh, but once I got on with them, I was, I was smashing them out everywhere. I'm sort of like hammer this, run across, you know, area attacker this, and yeah, it was it was cool. It's cool. I um
0: uh once I realized that the if if you set them far away. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't necessarily run up to do their skill. They kind of teleport to close to you and then run up and do their skill. So that was my quick way of, oh, we're on the last guy. Here, guys, <laughs> come come back. And yeah. so they would just appear and do their skill, and you know I could move on without having to wait for them.
1: It's so like, I, I didn't. Oh, God. I was just going to say it. It has familiar bells from um, us playing Rainbow Six recently, where we're like, you two guys, stand and wait oh, yeah. until important, and they did. <laughs> And then you run off, do your thing, and then they come round and untie the hostage or whatever they need to do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> good pull. Yeah, that it does. It is really similar. Um, okay, and uh, here's your dumb trivia question uh, on Mister Phineas Vernon Wells. Can you name where the name is from? It's pulled from three different things.
2: So, Awesome Wells has got to be one of them.
1: Awesome Wells, Phineas Fogg, and Vernon, as in Vernon from. Back to the Future, kids' name's Vernon, the astrologist.
2: Is it Ver- Vernon Kay? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I highly doubt it. No. It.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's Phineas Fogg. Uh, Jules Verne, I'm guessing, is Vernon. And and then, you know, yeah, Orson Welles. So good job, guys. You're mm. all literally oh. uh, competent. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I thought that was a funny name for the main character. It's like, a boy, you're just you're just hitting them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they didn't name anybody Zaphod or Beeble Brox, and I was very disappointed. Uh, okay, so into the story. Now, the way we're going to do the story is we're not going to do a beat-by-beat thing because um, we're not that talented. Uh, so we're going to kind of just break this up to uh, interesting points in the story and talk about how we did each one. Um, and not even all of them, because then that would be just be unlistenable. Mm-hmm. So like um there there's that point in the story where you have to decide uh, and I don't remember the name of the town. Craig, do you remember the name of the town? Like the first big choice you make? As an Edwar. Yeah there we go. Thank you. Um <laughs> I, I, I uh the names like like I remember some of the names okay. and I don't remember. Like Byzantium I'll always remember because that's a weird name. But mm-hmm. um how did you guys deal with that choice? Because I, I have a little bit of criticism for how this handles choice. Okay. but... How did you guys deal with the hippies or the...
1: Two bullet points, and both bullet points are probably valid to to a certain extent. On my normal, sensible playthrough where I try and make everyone happy, I... uh, the, The point of the whole quest is you have to divert the power to a town or a bunch of hippies. I diverted the power to the town, but then got the hippies who had the better viewpoint in life into power in the town. And I think, looking at everything, all the options, I think that is actually the good, in inverted commas, or the right, or no, not right. It's the good option. It's getting power yeah. to the town that needs it and then getting the right people in power. On the second playthrough, I killed both of the people in power diverted power to the town simply to open a door to grab a power converter to power my ship.
0: Oh, you killed killed office boy?
1: Yep. Straight in. He didn't even get through his first line of dialogue and I shot him in the face. And then, (laughs) because I did that, um, this is where you meet Parvati, so I also had to kill her instantly. Everyone died.
0: Well, I mean, you wouldn't have to do that quest. Nope.
1: (laughs) So, um, yeah... Interesting one. Really, really good starter quest because it's quite compact in terms of the the scale of the map and where you are. But it gives you a really difficult choice because you've got a thriving town that needs power, but a dick of a mayor. Or you've got...
0: Now, a... see, I didn't think he was so much a dick. He was just uh, towing the party line without any kind of imagination.
1: Yeah, but the party line is corporate... Corporate boss. Yeah,
0: the party line is is the dick. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, I don't think he personally was the dick.
1: No. Or you get the. He actually cam. seemed to.
0: Yeah, he seemed to actually surprise, surprisingly,
1: care about the town quite a bit. He, he did, and when when you diverted power there, and then spoke to the woman, then went back to him and said, "Look, the best option is you to just fuck off into the middle of nowhere." And let them come in and take power and do the right thing. He was just like, you know what? You're right. I'm off And he wandered off. And the end slide of that was he got mauled to death. You know, like, <laughs> out in the <laughs> yeah. wilderness. And you're like, do you know what? That was a good result for that entire situation.
2: Yeah. So, yeah Mike, I, how did you end up resolving the, that? The, the first one that Craig said, so I, I diverted the power back to the city and then changed, changed the ruler pretty much um but yeah i was i was pretty tempted to send the power out outside but it's just so much was resting on on jobs and things and it made me think well we're in a coronavirus at the moment i gotta i gotta think about (laughs) But but the the weird thing about it all is the way it all played out in the end was so many people were turning around and saying what have you got to do with any of this why are you even (laughs) sticking your head in here what's yeah.
0: I like that. That's a very nice it, it was point. The cool lady because,
2: was like, why do you care? And, and I was being quite honest. I was saying, I just need a generator. And this is, you know, I was telling the truth. I was saying, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not fully invested in what's going on here. I just want to get my thing and get out. <laughs> but but the same point. Yeah, it was always nice to have that dialogue option of, look, I don't yeah. care. Just give me what I want. But I'll it was away. really weird because they kept, you know, they, they'd they keep on with it. It wasn't like, you know, just a throwaway little bit. It would just be by the end of it, they were just going. Well, we don't know exactly what you're planning here, but and we don't we don't think you're a very decent individual, either. they were saying, <laughs> which was quite funny because you know I wasn't, I wasn't to be honest, and they saw through me. But uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was it was cool, and we you know we got all the way through to it, and yeah, yeah. That, so it's, it's a shame I didn't get to find out what would have happened to that guy going on. Like you said, he gets what does he get? Savaged by. Animals in the wilderness. Yeah,
1: I think that's it. That is just one of the end slides. As he just mm. he gets butchered in the end. But I think, like, it's a pretty sweet ending for that entire portion.
2: Yeah.
1: Well,
0: you see, that's why I didn't like it. Oh. Um. This <laughs> this has uh like about nine hundred shades of megaton mm. in it,
2: right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like it's like no, nope, nope, you're gonna decide the fate of this town. And so the first time I was like, okay, let's go meet with the filthy hippies. And it turns out that one of the filthy hippies really likes Parvati even though he's a little weird. Uh, and so you meet with the head of the hippies, and the head of the hippie is a hippie. And I'm like, luckily, I don't, I don't care. Just, just give me my stupid generator, please. And then I, I did the rest of the quest, and I came back, and I'm like, I got, I got the good ending. I'm like, well, that was a little too pat. And so I killed them both. Um, I don't, li- I don't, I, I didn't like the whole. No, no, no! There is one optimal solution. I, I, I would have preferred if it was like, nope, you have to make a choice here. Yeah. you choose either one or the other.
1: I mean, uh, and it, that it comes, does this a little. Oh, God it comes later. I think that's exactly yeah, what
0: you that, were about to say. Yeah, <laughs> it was exactly I said later on. They do that thing where it's like, nope, you have to pick the best out of a bad situation, and you're going to get criticized either way. But here, I, I would have liked for the opening quest to them do it there and say, look, sometimes there isn't an optimal choice. It's just, I mean, well, Megaton was very much an optimal choice. If you're a dick, you uh-huh. blow it up. If you're not, you save it. This could have been a very interesting, well, they both have points. Which do I choose? Uh, so I give that to you guys as a thought experiment. <clears throat> if there was no optimal, which way would you have gone?
2: Uh- I don't think there was for for me personally. It didn't feel like there was an optimal because when I did take out the um, well, what's his name, the the guy who who runs the city? Uh, I, I, um, is it something Morgan James? I can't remember. But uh, Je- Johnny we'll call him Jeffrey Dean Morgan for the for the moment. But, <laughs> but the, the the weird thing about it is that like when you when you do take him out, you do suddenly start fighting loads of people around you, and I, you know I. I tricked my 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 partner to stay with me from that point somehow. But but there's only a couple of guards out on the streets before it became, you know, pretty much like there wasn't really any major repercussion from that whereas later on in the game you you take out the wrong person and you're going to be fighting like 50 odd 60 people. So it felt it yes. felt like yes, quite, a, quite a relaxed version of what of what sort of repercussions you can get from your decisions. I don't know. So um, uh, this is also the first
0: point in the game where you will receive this kind of ominous message of, if you do, if you do depending on your choice, uh, you lose reputation with the board. Mm. And the whole time you're like, I don't know who the board yeah, is, yeah. but boy, they're not going to like me, I guess. Uh, and that has nice payoff later. I'll give them that. I like that right now it's just, nope, you pissed off somebody and you don't know who they are. Uh, that's a very good choice. But didn't answer the question, Mike. Without the optimal solution, would you have gone the city? Or the hippies? Hippies. Really? Yep. You're a man.
1: I would have went the hippie man um, because Mayor Reed, just to get the name right. Um, Johnny Bowler Hat. Johnny yep. Bowler Hat was a dick. Okay. Uh, Mike? Uh, and who yeah. needs salt tuna? Like... Of all the things <laughs> it felt very bioshock. You know that? That was it one... did, right? It really did. When you got into the cannon factory and it's assault you in a cannon factory, you're like, hang on, have I just crossed into a different bloody series? No, from
0: I, I got I got like Bioshock mixed with dishonored whale blubber. Yes. Of like creamed whale blubber. <laughs> it was like eh. Um I personally would have went for the city because just numbers, man. There's more people in the city than there is hippies. Sorry. Hippies gotta go. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, Mike. I mean, like, like, like that's what's interesting is there. Well, I, there could be a
2: case I made did, for both I sides. I did it go is. technically for hippies. I just moved them to the city. <laughs> so, like, but yeah, uh, I mean, I I was tempted to go outside, and and yeah, it's it's only the logistics of the city which put me off. Really, it wasn't anything personal. You know. I'd, yeah, I think I would. In an alternate playthrough, I definitely would have gone hippies. Well, they they do seem a bit sinister, really, don't they? There's something something. That old lady, man. I thought she was really...
0: Her and the other old lady. I don't know. Maybe I have a bias against old ladies. But the other old lady you meet, I'm like, oh, she's going to turn on me. Uh, She's going to turn on me. Well, I mean, we might as well talk to her now. uh, Talk about uh, the other old lady now. And it's not really a choice. But, boy, it didn't play out the way I thought it would. Uh, What is it? Grandma something? Or what's her name? Can't remember her name. The black market lady you deal with.
2: <laughs> Maybe I didn't
1: deal with her. Oh, um, you can pay 10 grand to get the key to... Yeah. Oh, um, uh, the
2: short-haired lady with the glasses.
1: I, um. I, I've got to admit, both times that I've dealt with her, because two times I haven't touched her at all, two times I've touched her, one of them I paid the 10 grand instantly, got the key to Stellar Bay Dock, and then went. And the other time... I l you know you can land at the dodgy dock and then run your way. Yeah. I did that.
0: Oh, okay. Now see I, I I when I talk to her, I'm like, boy, this this has gotta be a facade. You're you're really nice and nobody else is really nice. This has gotta be a facade of like, no, we'll work with you until you double cross me, then I'll break your thumbs, like Uncle Giuseppe. Uh so I, I did her quest, except uh each of the things she sends you out to get, right? Like uh the one planet where you gotta get the scientific plans. Yeah. 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 I ended out, uh, well, I'll give that back to the scientists. Sure, they're not nice people, but neither am I. So here you go, have them back. And then you go back to her and you're like, look, sorry, couldn't find the planet. And she's like, that's really disappointing. I'm like, okay, she's going to shoot me. And then you went to the other place where you had to get um, the, the monkey planet, the, the, the gorilla planet. I can't remember can't the name of it. You off as well uh, and we're start that-
2: saying like, oh, I learnt about futuristic tooth- toothpaste. yeah 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 yeah. the
0: diet toothpaste which is a beautiful beautiful thing um the the, what's the name of the asteroid where um you land on it and there's like that circus who that
2: circus ship that crashed not sure i i messed this entire thing up i'll I'll explain in a minute but it was was oh okay all right um
0: but she sends you to get something there, too, and I got it, and then I returned it to somebody else. And so all of her quests, I did her quest, but turned none of them into her. Uh, and so I ended up having to pay the ten grand, which is fine. I was swimming at money by that point. but yeah, um, so does everybody did everybody pretty much just pay the ten
1: grand? Mm. I think I think so I, like I paid the ten grand because at the end of the day, as you say, when you go off, it seems to be that one person gives you a quest, but you cannot always end up with two ways to turn that in. Or three ways to turn that in. And yeah, yeah. It just felt like the other ways were better. It's the same way, what do you call them? Not Skylight, because that would be a Skylight. What the hell's the name of the company on Ground Baker? Oh. Landslight. Um,
0: Skylark? Skylark.
1: Skylark. Is that yeah. right? I think,
0: I'm sorry, uh, I didn't take very good notes in terms of what things are called, so oh, we're uh, whatever, shooting a little bit in the
1: dark. Yeah, whatever whatever that was, I thought it was like Fast light or Skylark or whatever it is, their quest, when you go and take a quest, you end up in that exact same place. You can go and turn it in or you can do the something else that turns it in but not how it seems and it feels like the alternative is always the best solution.
0: Yeah, it does seem that way, right? It's like nope. If you just do a little bit of digging, you'll come up with a better solution yeah, than what exactly. was already planted. And I, I kind of don't like how predictable that is, but I mean that's standard video games by this point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So to
2: to divulge the the mess which happened, <laughs> yes, please. I uh I I went for my I went for my card and I was I was told about the ten thousand to pay, and uh, you know I accepted the job. I went off. I did what I expected. I expected it all to be fine and I ended up with 4,500 in my account and I hadn't been collecting much money so I was I was in a tricky situation. So being me, I had a quick look online to see what I can do from there. What are my options? <laughs> and and uh, it was saying turn in the free quests and I was like, well, I think I did the free quests. I've got a load of diet toothpaste and all sorts. But now that you mentioned about a circus, obviously there were other quests I should have been going to. So, um, so some some lovely soul online said, "Well, you know, you can just hide in the corner of the office and nick, nick it straight out of the safe." And I thought, <laughs> "Oh, well, this sounds exactly like Skyrim. I'm going to do that." So, so, so I ducked down in the corner, perfect perfect alignment, and uh, the second I started doing it, it turned out a soldier's head was just above the safe. And he was watching me all along oh, no. as I did it. So of course, two <laughs> seconds later, massive shootout, everyone's dead. Um and I go into I go to the safe and for some reason, because I've killed everyone, that, that card doesn't exist anymore. And suddenly I get a call from oh, no. Phineas saying, Oh, you've 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 messed up, Mike. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> come back to the ship. And uh, you know, he, he gave me another one, but after, after a little while, after a little while, it basically just forwarded me straight on the quest, because I, I didn't realise that I'd only done one of the three things, and that supposedly easily nets you the money. Although, the truth is, I'd given my things over to her at this point, and I was like, well, they're not on her corpse, and she's dead either, so I've lost all my money, but somehow fudged the quest, so it's, it was a bit of a nightmare, but I came out alive
0: yeah I mean it is nice that the game was like alright look you fudged it but let's continue on buddy Um, speaking of you hiding and trying to steal the key let us talk about how stealth works because we did forget that last episode
1: Mm. Um, I don't think we forgot it Craig you're a resident stealth boy I think it's nice enough to make it it's own spoiler to be honest because I haven't (laughs) like I really really like it so stealth in itself You two different kind of levels of stealth here. You've got your, I'm going to crouch, and I'm going to sneak around people. And if people notice me, I will be unstealthed, and that's the end of the game. But then you've got this really beautiful stealth cloak mechanic, which, if you find a, a key for a particular type of character in the world, so you could find, like, and this is completely made up because I've forgotten the technical name, but like a lab worker key card. You can disguise yourself as that key card for a specific amount of time.
2: Yeah.
1: And it works on a meter. So you act, as soon as you walk into a restricted area that has this restriction on it, if you've got the right key card, you all of a sudden are incognito in that room and you can walk about the place until your meter runs out. And when your meter starts running out, guards start going, hang on a second... Is that person supposed to be here? And when your meter runs out completely, guards are like, That person really isn't supposed to be here, so they start shooting you. And it's it's a really, really, really cool it is like super cool. I really love it as a kind of like stealth ability mechanic. And the fact that it it's it's distinct from all of your perks and your skill trees and everything. It's just an extra capability. Is cool.
0: Yeah, I, um, uh, like myself, I didn't put a single point into stealth and I managed to stealth through the last dungeon of the game. Yeah. Just being smart about where you're going, who you're around. I think this, if anything, should be the one thing that gets carried f- forward by other things. Like, the Skyrim put a bucket on his head is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is... Elegant and beautiful in the way it does it, Mm -hmm. because it lets a persuade character become a stealth character if they need to be, whereas a stealth character can just has enough to where they don't have to use to persuade at all. Yeah, Um, I I think this is the best thing Outer Worlds does, because it it almost has flavors of like Hitman
2: to it too.
1: It it really does in a Hitman sense. It's like getting your um, outfit on to become the waiter to merge and mingle through the crowd, it is exactly that, and it works so perfectly.
0: But, uh, yeah, um, so so I, I, I forgot a note on the last episode, and then since we're talking about mechanics, let's bang this out really quick. Am I the only guy that had trouble with the health bar?
2: Uh, what do you mean?
0: Like, I constantly forgot to look at it, uh... and so I kept dying constantly, because it's in the so far upper left of the screen.
2: Well, this is probably one of those. I mean, I noticed the other day, Dave, that you were playing uh, a Dead Space on the PS3, and this is this mm-hmm. is probably one of those good cases of maybe having a a, a Fallout style pit boy on your wrist to just show your your health somewhere else because having oh, yeah, it or, or
0: even like top a top
2: left corner isn't the best place in the world usually to uh, to be scanning all the time when everything's happening usually on sort of like the lower bottom of the screen anyway. Yeah,
0: or, or maybe an RD seven type, you know, watch yeah. thing <laughs> where like every time you aim the gun, you can see how much. Yeah, it was just strange. Like I'd never had a, that kind of problem in a game before, where it's like, oh, I don't know how much health I have while I'm fighting, and then well, I'm look, dead. If, like, oh, if you did oh, have a relative in
2: the room, hopefully they supported the thing on the PlayStation pad, where it changes the color of you, <laughs> your part, <laughs> which you can never see unless you have the slightly upgraded pad. Anyway, no.
0: Unless, unless you have such a glare on the screen and you're playing in the pitch black, that's the only way you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, okay, okay. So maybe that was just a Dave thing. I just, I, I would just die a bunch of times and go, oh, I guess I was low on health. Um, so moving on, the next big choice on the, on the list is,
2: did you go Sanjar or the I- Icono class? Yeah, I went. I went with the class and I'm not even sure what my thinking was here because I didn't mind Sancho. He seemed, he seemed, he's a likable bloke, likable-ish. He's, he's relatively funny, but I don't, there was something about there's something about like the plight of people who are felt like you know doing something without the technology and sort of trying their hardest, but at the same time not really getting anywhere. And I was thinking. That's kind of what I do in my job, helping people out who don't, uh-huh. you know, helping people out <laughs> who don't usually know better. So it's kind of like, I don't know, some something about that resonated with me, and I just wanted, to, uh, uh, I don't know, they were they were dicks as well, but <laughs> to be honest.
0: Yeah, they were kind of dicks. They they yeah. were real dicks. But at
2: the same time, I thought, I thought they deserved the chance. I don't know, I don't know. So yeah, and this is this is kind of kind of the.
0: The big choice where it says, "All right, you have to choose one or the Mm. other." This is big fallout. You can, I yeah
1: yeah, I go ahead. Sorry. No no no, it's fine. It's just on that. I did the kill Graham, and then merged the two of them so Sanjar and the Iconoclast worked together Hmm. for a better. Yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, but when when you're there,
0: um, when you're negotiating for them because they meet up and they have a negotiation. You you kind of have to tell one of them, all right, shut up and just take the deal. Yeah. Uh, and for me, that was the Okina of class because they were stupid idealistics who, uh, no, they just can't they can't make it. <laughs> and nobody was reading their brochures anyway. I mean, to be fair. I know, I know, exactly. Uh, nobody could hear their radio signal, so they're just screaming into the void.
2: Did you all go to the,
0: the printing
2: factories Not, and all, all that sort of rubbish as well?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I did the printing factory. I did the the radio tower thing. I, I did all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's <Nuts-ous. laughs> us. Uh, okay, so so this is the planet. Uh, what what is it? Is this this isn't the veil? What is the name of this planet? Monarch. Okay, so Monarch is really where the game opens up in terms of side quests, right? And I ran into a couple side quests here that both impressed me and depressed me. Or unimpressed me, or or the opposite of impressed. Um, first off, did anybody do the cannibal side quest?
1: Yes. So, ah, good man. You run across uh, You want to explain
0: the cannibal? Yep, there
1: you go. Sorry, yeah. So you you come across a house, and before you know it, you go in, and the door is locked behind you, and you're wondering about those people. I think there's three people: is like a mum, a dad, and a son sitting about the place, kind of like generally, and a daughter. And the daughter, daughter, please sit and have dinner with us, and you sit and have dinner with them, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And stay for dinner. Stay. And for it's th- like
0: anybody, anybody says stay for dinner. It's like it sounds like Resident yeah.
1: Evil Seven. It is kind of, <laughs> like, it has shades of it. It's a really condensed version of that because it feels exactly like that. But eventually, it turns out that they are cannibals, and there's a murder room in the third floor of the house. Which... And they were just chopping off little bits of the guy at a time. Yeah, and the thing is, I've I've only experienced this place once, and the reason I got out of it was lockpicking, because I managed to lockpick my way <laughs> through it and then out of it. What the hell happens if you don't have lockpicking? Like
0: I... Uh, I didn't have lock picking. And so uh, it's a little tricky in terms of like what you actually have to flag to uh-huh. progress it. Uh so so you you eat your meal and you're like that that's no I'm okay, thank you. And and you have to go up and continually check on the door. And once you check on the door enough, the father will be like, what are you doing checking on that door kind of thing. Uh-huh. And then that's when it explodes and you oh, have to okay. kill everybody. And then you get oh. the key and you go tell the lady why your worker uh, got kneecapped. Um, the only thing that uh, kind of unimpressed me about that was the moment you stepped foot in that house. You're like, oh, they're cannibals. <laughs> You there was knew something the about it, wasn't in. there? There was something yeah, really like, like,
1: oh, this is like the Wicker Man or something. It's just like, oh, I'm in the wrong place. Yeah,
0: as soon as you step in, it's like the moment they say, hi, stay for dinner. You're like, cannibals, I got this. You're, you're.
1: Um, but I think that the good thing is, as soon as you, like, I realized it just as quick, but there's no way out. You're not just walking back in no, the door. No, the way it plays out is nice. I like that little, yeah. uh,
0: nope, you can't get out. Kind of thing. Um, I would have liked it more if everything led up to them looking like cannibals and then you accidentally kill them and they're not cannibals. (laughs) I think that would have been cooler. Uh, Same way with the other quest. And Kelsey was playing Animal Crossing. And since you don't really need sound for Animal Crossing, I, I had my sound on and she was just, you know, listening. And the moment where you pick up the quest from the mother saying her child got lost in the wild and... Hopefully you can get to her before her poor sweet baby is dead. Both of us looked at each other when went, he's like 40 years old. <laughs> and it was like, you called it right off the bat. And I don't know if that's just because, like, we've played so many of these games. Uh-huh. Or if that's... And we could have subverted it a little bit. It could have actually been a kid. I mean, at this point, nobody would have expected these, that. These so, like, yeah, there were a few quests these, like
2: that. That is one of the highlights of games, usually, the whole... You know, secret back room hidden away has notes which make you go, oh, hang on, this person isn't what they're, they're letting on to be. I think it's with Graham as well. He's got quite a lot of stuff hidden on his yeah. computer if you have a mm-hmm. look in advance, which makes it sort of a viable option to just take him out. But that I mean, it,
0: I don't understand why people hold on to those itchy, tasty notes. Look, guys, <laughs> just throw them away. Nobody's Ugh. probably going to read them.
2: Oh, it's cool. I like I mean, I like sitting like, uh, you know, Deus Ex. And all, all sorts of games. There, there's always cool things. I mean, we talk when Red Dead Redemption Two was around. It was like, oh, did you see the dead bodies before going into the house and things like that? There, there's something magical yeah, about yeah. those. I think we need to keep keep making those in games. That they are probably getting boring by this point, but I, I can always do more. They
0: kind of are for mm. me. But, uh, like, like, now is a good time to start subverting that of, like, you know, uh, oh, they're cannibals, but have them not be cannibals. Or, you know, um, there was a couple other quests that me and Kelsey called, oh, this is how it's going to play out before it actually played out. And I don't think that's a knock to the story because these kind of games lend themselves to a very certain type of story and quest. Right? Um, but... At the same time, it's like, well, you could have... Tried. Like, uh, Pillars is full of game, of quests like this, where it's like, oh, I know what the outcome's going to be. The writing and how it plays out is still very entertaining, but it's like, if you watch a superhero in a movie, you know Captain America's not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Unless he's sitting on a park bench mm. and looking really old, and at that point, <laughs> he might die. Not sure. I've never actually seen the movie. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So, so I, I have a little bit of a knock there, but that's fine. It's kind of a, a cliche at this point. Just throw them in there, kind of thing. Um, anybody else have anything they want to talk? Oh, oh. Uh, I I did the thing where uh, you talk to the information broker, and he's like, "Look, I need to. You got to stop them from broadcasting." And it was that oh, point yeah, yeah. where you you go check out the old town, and you find out Graham sold everybody out, and then you tell that to Sanjar which opens up the possibility of, okay, he's willing to work if Graham isn't there. And so, you you know, you go take out Graham, and he's all hoity-toity about it. Then you shoot him in the face. Dave. And,
1: yeah. You're doing this wrong. Am I? Yeah. You shoot Graham in the face. You shoot Sanja in the face. And then you go to the information broker and shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um... I didn't mind the information broker. He no. deserves to be shot in the face.
1: I know, but to exploit the system, you need to shoot him in the face as well. You can't shoot the other two and then leave him alive uh, to get through it. I mean, you... to be honest, the only person who bugged me was
0: Graham. So, I mean, <laughs> that was all the birds in the world with one stone. So, uh, once you uh, mediated that negotiation, everything was kind of honky dory there. Alright, so after you do all that stuff... Uh, Mr. Wells gets gets killed uh, in a raid on the asteroid that he's on. Which, by the way, uh, I like. I like the little slide that shows up when you go to the asteroid, and it's like you know, um, need better hideout with an arrow pointing there and make sure yeah. the doors close. Uh-huh. With the, that's pretty good.
1: I like that. Don't don't go in that way.
0: He doesn't get killed. Yeah, yeah. Don't go in that <laughs> way. Uh, yeah, he does. Doesn't he? Yeah, he totally got killed. For me,:
2: no, he it was alive at the end of mine. Wait a minute. are you sure? Yeah, he was alive at the, the end of my game, and he Oh no, uh, it, I, it told me about what happened to him after the end of the game. Oh, I
0: got I got like the slide of you know the the work Phineas Wells started uh, ended, but you continued on his work and, and the c- colony thrived. And yeah I got that.'
2: oh well, sugar. I'm pretty sure I got told that he he lived out the rest of his days and died short a few years after after the game. Oh, really? <laughs> but, uh, give me two seconds. Give sure. Me two seconds sure. Here.
0: So so in my game, uh, his base got raided by the board because they found out where he was. Uh, I like also the options that they give you along the way of like, would you like to sell him out? You can sell him out.
1: You could do that. I know,
0: I know. That's very. That's that's at least a oh. nice option. Oh.
1: While, while Mike Googles the option, can I just explain the option when you get the ability to go to the Hope? Oh, sure. And skip the Hope. Absolutely. So uh, at some point in the game, you have to go back to the big ship with all of the people on it and skip that close to Dr. Phineas Wellesley's lab so that you can revive everyone but you have the ability to choose whether to let the AI do that, or if you are stupid enough, as in stupid enough in um, stats, if you're stupid enough, you can choose to do it yourself. So I chose in the last or second last time I played it, I thought, I'm going to do this myself. So you click, I'm going to do it myself. (laughs) And the AI is like, uh, this isn't a good idea. The AI on the hope is like, this is, a t- this is a terrible idea. Why is that number a negative? There should be no negative numbers in this calculation. Um, and you're like, nope, I'm going to do it. And you, the AI is like, are you sure about this? It's be- It's been a pleasure serving with you, but is this the right thing to do? And then eventually after a third confirm, you click it and boom, you can skip the hope and you... Uh, by skip, it. by skip, he means warp, not warp, actually skip it. Warp, yeah. So you warp this entire ship full of everyone that you're trying to save straight into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was, I didn't know that was an option, right? And then I was just checking the trophy list at the end of the game. It says skip the hope into the sun. I'm like, no way, you can do that. So oh, it is funny. It's so so funny. It's so good uh, that i I really like non-standard game overs like that that's pretty
0: good yeah uh, Mike what do you got
2: hmm i I can't find anything it, pretty much everything's have a saying good ending bad ending all sorts of endings I'm not sure what I got here, But <laughs> no it doesn't say a hundred percent that he dies at the end.
0: Uh, yeah, so for me... Now, the only thing I'm squiffy on, and I'm sorry, I did play this a while ago. Uh, I needed a head start for Darkest Dungeon. But um,
1: how do they find out where Phineas is? I can't remember. I think they only find out when you skip the hope over there. So you skip the hope over there, and then it's like a kind of momentum thing. Oh, you're it's right. It's a rush yep. at the end of the story. Which, um... Boy, I really... This this
0: seemed like it was uh, a lot longer than it was because, you know, you go to Monarch and you're on Terra 2 and then you can go to a bunch of different places and then it's like, nope, this is ending mode. And I'm like, wow, that happened a lot faster than I thought it was. It's really... It's a short one. Yeah, it really funnels down pretty quick. One. Not yeah. complaining. Just, it surprised me. Um Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about Byzantium because a lot of quest lines, uh, especially companion quest lines, come to a head in Byzantium. And this is where Dave ran into trouble mm-hmm. because Dave had been doing every quest up until this point. And I don't actually think that's the way you're supposed to play it because by the time I got to Byzantium, I was at the most hated reputation for the board that I could possibly be. And so the moment I stepped off the elevator that takes you up into the actual city proper, everybody was shooting at me. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, this is interesting. And so I, I went and told Pavardi and Max, guys, stay in the ship. I'll, I'll, Daddy will take care of this. So Daddy went up the elevator. And it was very interesting because at this point, even on Supernova, I had good enough armor to where shots really didn't hurt me. And so... The way this aggro works in this, right, is it's not once one person knows you're there, everybody knows you're there. It's very localized. Like, let's say, within shouting distance. So I'm like, okay. Um, I went and I killed a whole bunch of people. And then I realized, oh, wait, that's a quest giver. I was supposed to talk to them. So I'm like, okay. So I reload it, go back up the elevator. And while there are, like, five different townspeople plinking me with pistols, I'm just methodically killing all the guards (sighs) while they're shooting at me. And then I go back down into the ship, rest for eight hours, come back up and everybody's fine, but all the guards are still dead. So I'm just, you know, jauntily <sighs> stepping around all the guard bodies to go to that gun shop because, well, you can't talk to the gun shop if people are shooting at you. And then some dude's like, hey, be in a movie. And I'm like, I'll be in a movie. And so I go back oh, down yeah. and I'm like, well, okay, for Pavarti I have to get a dress for her. And then I went up, go to the dress shop and the dress shop person started shooting at us. Pobardi then killed her and I'm like look I'm not doing all that again so uh, everybody's dead so uh yeah it was an interesting little treat in well this city has been razed to the ground by one man um and that was it luckily all the quest people were behind like loading screens so I didn't get to do anything at Byzantium just because I had to kill everything. Which is good, like, like um, again, not complaining, because that was a really big surprise, because I was reading on, like, you know, making sure I did all the quests, and they're like, oh, well, this ends in Byzantium, ends in Byzantium, like well, oh, okay, this is gonna be a big, and then it was just, nope, you did too much bad stuff, Dave, you gotta kill everybody, I'm like, well, in for a penny, in for a pound.
2: Well, well, fortunately for me, <laughs> I, I arrived in Byzantium, and, and I, was, I was liked by everybody, I got to walk, walk past rich people while they were talking about what exactly they wanted to buy next in their lives and all those sort of things. I got to see those coffee-sipping people. Very nice. Loving life. Absolutely loving it. And then uh, I made a bit of a mistake because I did not understand the concept of stealth. (laughs) I went into a house. I started the first part of the quest. So you go to the... Is it the mayor of the area first? I think it's it's the mayor, and I got all the way up to talking to him, and then I got all the way over to the other place. It was all go all going swimmingly, you know, quite quite smooth. Oddly enough, I think I talked out of being caught while trying to do attempt stealth very badly, um, and then I got to what's the most frustrating point of the game, where I got up to the top office top officers. Um, I kept going to a door which said you need hacking level 90 or you need a some sort of card. And I was like, well, there's no way I'm ever going to find this. Um, little did I know there was one door which was right next to it, which was somehow uh-huh, invisible yeah. to me. And I just didn't go for it. It's like a diagonal door. And that takes you through a broken wall to the, the actual office you're meant to go to. But because I got so frustrated, I ended up going all the way back and trying to kill the mayor to see if oh, he had... No. It, <laughs> At which point the entire world turned on me and I went full on Leroy Jenkins while I had about 40 people chasing me down the streets and drones and all sorts. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, I, this was the first point I saw all those, the board does not like you, the board disappeared. <laughs> all, all this popped up about 50 times. I'd, I didn't know what the board was at this point, And this is, you know, quite a distance into the game. But I definitely knew the board was then. <laughs> so, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, so it ended in just a blood. So you took there.
0: a roundabout <laughs> way to the Dave Broads. I know, yeah.
2: Kind of, but I, I did, I was, I was in good standing when I first arrived there. It all seemed quite, and as I was shooting people, I was thinking, oh, look at all these nice little buildings I could have been going into. <laughs> I tried to, I, I looked online, I thought, how do I reset the factions and things? And it's saying mm-hmm. about, go to your bed and sleep 10 times and this will do something. So I did that and it did nothing. Did absolutely nothing. So I just, I just... yeah, I sort of wumbled through this. But I had the option to actually make it right here. But it just... It, and it's all down to that door. If I'd spotted the door the first time, it would have all gone s- swimmingly well. So, yeah. Nightmare. Absolute nightmare. But I, I wasn't to know. It was my first time through the game as well, so...
0: Yeah, same here. Yeah, I didn't know. It, because I guess... All those quests that the the seemingly like small frets quests and the hey, we need you to kill a Mantis Queen quests and all that. I guess they're a way to kind of manipulate your reputation to where you want them to be, not necessarily we planned for you to do these. Yeah. So at least that's what it feels like to me after having played it. Uh,
1: Craig, what is your Byzantium story? My Byzantium was totally stock. I think, to be honest, really? I wandered through most of it. Yeah, I wandered through. Did you most get? Of it. Did you get the gloop without trouble? I mean, because that was just a combat dungeon for me. Um, no, I I got the gloop without murdering, killing, or maiming anyone.
0: Oh, really? Wow. Um, how did you guys deal with the gloop? Did you take all of it, or did you leave some enough for the scientists? All,
1: good man. All good it. man. I th- my rec- like my reasoning was. The people that were being tested and all that, that's the—that's on the board. Which is a good seed that they planted really early.
0: Yep. Really early. I mean, you're always running into these vats with people in them. You're like, what's going on? I can't interact with anything. There are some notes that vaguely hint towards it. But, you go, oh, oh, this is what they were doing all the way on those planets over there. Oh, good seed. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but, yeah, I want to give them credit for that.
1: Oh, no totally so that that was it it was i took i took 100% of it and uh, they didn't die pretty i'll give them that um
0: so in case you're you're listening to this vicariously to play it through the podcast which you shouldn't because we're terrible at it is uh so the board is they know everything is it's it's straight up ruined right like they know everything's going downhill they're trying to find a way to keep themselves in suspended animation but not the same kind as you because that deteriorates after 10 years so they're trying to find a way to keep themselves in stasis while the rest of the colony goes to hell and then basically try to restart it again while living on a skeleton crew in the meantime.
2: And you come across a lot of this on the uh, the monitor as well don't you?
0: Yeah there's, there's, especially on the um, especially once you pick up the, uh, the goop it's like Oh, it all starts to click, and then the you know the the board representative is like, "Look, this is what we're trying to do," you know. And you go, then you sh- you, you either shoot him in the face while he's making a commercial, or you don't. Uh, how did you guys handle that? Oh, this
2: is right at the very end bit now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, after Byzantium, it's pretty much the end game. Yeah. yeah. Ah, when you said about the Death Gauntlet, I thought you were, I thought you were talking about a bit which I hadn't seen. Then I was thinking it was that secret supposedly there's a little um elevator shaft way that you can go if you've got high hacking skills as well at the
0: Oh like the going through the sewers to go up through? Yeah. I think they mentioned something like that. Yeah. In
2: in in Byzantium <laughs> I think that is but but yeah no once once you got to the death goal, I I wiped him. I just I'm I'm not sure what my thinking was because thinking back on it retrospectively was he really as much of a guiding hand or was he just some sort of face who I've ...wiped out because I didn't like the look
0: of him. It's a problem I want to talk about at the end of the game... ...but no, he's pretty much uh, just in a figurehead. He's not really making mm. any decisions.
2: I thought, uh, I thought if I'm going to get an opportunity... ...this is my only chance. It's like killing Hitler in Wolfenstein or something. Oh, oh, spoilers. <laughs>
0: look, if, if, if killing Hitler in Wolfenstein is a spoiler... Then, really, you should probably start critically thinking. Let's say Wolfenstein 3D there, just to, just to semi-clarify. Um, I talked the guy down, and uh, if you talk him down, he basically says, look, yeah, it's the only choice we got. If you can bring me a better alternative because of all the people on the ship, yeah, I'll help you, but until then, now I'm just going to continue on what I'm doing. So I'm like, all right, I'll keep you alive. Just hang tight, buddy.
2: Well, he 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 appears in the final section, doesn't he? Not in the actual in Byzantium, but
0: over. Yeah, he's in the final bit of Byzantium, not on the Tartarus. Oh, not ah, on the okay. prison. Oh,
2: sugar, I, I thought it was on Tartarus for some reason. Then I don't know. Which,
0: which, Craig, we were mistaken, because if Phineas isn't alive to be taken to to Tartarus, then there's no reason to go there. <laughs> Oops. So the whole reason you're going to Tartarus is to save Phineas, right?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Still so, alive. Still alive. So Mr. Michael, yeah, you are correct. He is. I guess he can die in that confrontation, but he didn't for me. So I must have got the slide that said uh, he died shortly after. And my brain reworked that to, oh, he died when they raided the fling. Sorry. Uh, I was absolutely wrong. So, yes, uh, you find out now that while you have the goop and you can start resurrecting uh, your colonists, they have taken the, the actual president, Lady Sophia, hmm. is her name, I believe? Correct. She has taken Phineas to the the super-duper lockdown planet, Tartarus. And so this is your traditional obsidian Bethesda. You give your speech to your... I guess Bioware too, to your companions uh-huh. and be like, hey, do you want to come with? Do you not? And then you know Johnny Tossball is all like, I think, I, and you're like, shut up Johnny Tossball, I don't care. And then you listen to Sam and Pervardi and Max, but not Johnny Tossball. And then you go to Tartarus. And this is where I fell in love with the stealth. This is the place where it was like, this is flipping amazing.
1: It's actually like that entire last bit you can like piece it together in stealthy gorgeousness. It, it is it is amazing
0: that the game is quicker to stealth through, because normally stealth is the slow, <laughs> no, methodical yep. way. Nope, you, you stealth. Uh, I think it was... Now, Mike, since you didn't do a lot of side quests, and I don't know if this is linked to side quests or not, um, while I was stealthing my way through the tower, different factions that I helped were assaulting Ooh. the prison.
2: No. No, Did that happen no, for you? I was just quite amazed that I could get so close to other enemies without them noticing who I was. <laughs> and making full advantage of that and waiting to get well, to the Well, that's the good thing about having to, uh,
0: 15 faces. Because it
2: recharges in the elevator as well, doesn't it? So.
0: Yes, yeah, as soon as you make it out of an area where there are guards, it recharges completely.
2: I was quite quick and I was quite stealthily fast in this area. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I did the same thing. I just stealthed my way all the way through to the end where you have the confrontation with uh, Sophia. Um, but yeah, if you're making your way up, and I imagine if you're playing combat, this, this helps a lot more for me. It was a nice distraction, for sure. But um, when you you go up one floor and Sanjar starts attacking, and uh, then Nora starts attacking, and all these other factions that you've helped, uh, like, what's what's the, the, the crazy effect? Sublight Contractors. Uh, they start attacking and so every floor it's almost like you have people to help you as you're making your way through so yeah it was a really nice you know like uh everybody give Goku spirit ball your energy kind of moment it was kind of nice um craig i take it you stealth your way through like a madman
1: oh god yeah like stealth 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 talk 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 and
2: okay so
0: let's get to brass tacks here
2: did we not get a big sort of Ed 209 encounter? Uh, I did both. If you manage to
0: talk Sophia down, you do not get the Sam boss, the, uh, the Ed 209. Yeah. If you don't talk her down, you have to fight the, the Ed 209. I did do both. I I. While it is really cool to be able to talk down the end boss, pretty much, mm-hmm. like Fallout 1 and 2 did, I, I think it actually works better if you fight the boss... Because otherwise, there's no big climactic fight. And sometimes you're into
1: that, sometimes you're not. You know, I mean, that's personal preference. I, th- th- that is the core difference between you and me, because it was completely satisfying to just talk down the boss and go, end of, job done. We <laughs> had the conversation, and that was that. And, and, and there's a part of me that
0: loves that, right? Like, I, I genuinely do love that. It's just, in a game where I didn't have much in terms of, um, like, bosses to, to throw myself up against, it was nice to have the... And he was a, he was a pretty beefy boy. Mm. Like, uh, I, I unloaded quite a bit into him, and he's a beef boy. So, it, it was it was nice to do. Uh, I would not rather have only the boss. If no. I had to choose one, I would only have the talk down. I think that's, that's a cooler move
2: there. Yeah, Mike, how was your fight with Sam? Oh, uh... Luckily, after completing Doom 1 and 2 in recent months, I I did the sort of spider-demon s- sequence of going round corners and taking stupid pot shots. Uh, I also finally got to use a lot of the heavy ammo, which I didn't realize I even had, because I barely used a heavy, <laughs> heavy weapon, and I found out I had 2,000 ammo waiting there. So <laughs> I just, yeah. The, the only irritating thing was those little drones which suddenly come out en masse and there's about 12 of them all chasing you so i was like oh my word but uh yeah yes yeah, straight gun play got it down exploded we're good, good good okay yeah
0: yeah, yeah I, 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 okay and Phine- phineas uh didn't die did he die in the uh, kill the boss fight for you, Mike, did he die there, or did you still get the ending slide up? No, he made it. And towards no, the end, and no, he was still
2: around, he, he kept he kept on to the end, and then said about you know yeah. uh, choosing a new, wasn't it? Uh, he said he says something about choosing you to continue his works. I can't remember off the top of my head. Sorry.
0: Yeah, well, there's there's the next big choice: do you or did you not step up into the position of leadership?
2: Oh, of course, who, who doesn't? Could have been later. Oh, I didn't.
1: <laughs> I didn't.
2: <laughs> well,
0: Then I guess it's who does. Uh, no, I put the uh, the the deposed, not the yeah, the president, not the actual chairman, into uh, into power, just as a uh, another figurehead. Whereas you know, I was helping behind the scenes, but that was pretty much the the dude making the ca- commercial was the new head. But um. Yeah, and, and and I mean, that was the weird thing. I was like, oh, this is the end. Oh, 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 wow. Uh, it very much surprised me going through it. But um, does anybody have any highlights from their ending slides?
1: Oh, um, hang on. I, I added two notes, so I need to go into Google.
0: Yes, you did in bold 18 point oh, font. There, I know, buddy, oh right? oh, <laughs> I know. I can't
1: figure <laughs> out how to change the bloody font. Okay. Uh,
2: uh, just just quickly i i didn't take any notes on mine unfortunately because i'm a i'm a nightmare but um i was surprised with how positive the majority of my slides were considering <laughs> considering a i probably did 10 percent of the side missions you guys did uh i probably didn't go into half the buildings uh like I said I was surprised about that board thing only popping up at, in Byzantium but the majority of things left me with a fairly decent ending which I don't know I should. That's really. why I'm
0: I'm wondering if they designed it so you're not supposed to play all the side quests. I,
1: I I got that feeling as well because it was very positive. So my bold size 16 font endings were basically the the entire um Story behind all of the bullet points are: we beat the board; they're gone. Now it's going to take a very long time to rebuild society. That was like across the board. That was the message.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, if if you don't mind, I'd like to do a dramatic reading of the my notes oh my goodness. verbatim. <laughs> <clears throat> so this is Dave's ending. I managed to talk Sophia down. Didn't take the leadership position. Colonists were revived. Sanjar and Zora thrived. Sublight lived on. Be- those crazy UFO people. Edgewater was bolstered by Adelaide, and the Groundbreaker stayed neutral. Byzantium pretty much collapsed. Ellie died. Felix was still stupid. Vicar Max became a traveling priest with a gun. Parvati stayed on the unreliable. Nayoka went back to Monarch and drank. Chairman renewed his efforts. Sophia disappeared. Everyone on the had survived. Also, I was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was my ending. <laughs> the end um yeah yeah it is strange how like the default it seems because i don't think i played in any kind of and i don't mean this in the normal way i didn't play any deviant kind of path through the game right like i think what i did was fairly standard it looks like the standard path is pretty much a good ending yeah which i'm okay with i i i I get tired of the whole no you must do all of this to get the true good ending nonsense so yeah I'm, i'm good with with the way this ended um this game really likes you. Mm-hmm. By the end, it
2: it really wants your babies. I've, I've, I mean, finally, the, really without any point of comparison, it's it's hard to tell. But I don't know if there's going to be as huge a difference between these ending slides between us as we might have might have thought. To be honest,
0: no. And I I kind of don't want to tear down the curtain like when you play Telltale um, games second time. I'm
2: happy with I'm happy with yeah. what they said. It. I, I felt unjustified in getting the slides that I did get, I, but, <laughs> but knowing that you got quite similar ones, it made me think, like, oh, I I only spent seven and a half hours of this game. You guys must have spent well into, like, the 20, 30 hours. A 30s. Yeah, about 30. It, I didn't feel justified at all in having having had a similar-ish, you know, right up at the end. Although I did play on super-duper super, super duper easy mode, so, you know, I, I can't. I can't walk home with the achievements either. Um, and here's the final question I have, and I saved it towards the end because I don't really
0: want to get into it. Uh, and I think you both know what the question is. Like, does does it bother you that this game is so political in terms of what it's pushing?
1: No, not in the slightest. Nope.
0: Now, Mike, first you should answer.
2: If if I knew what it was being political about, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the
0: the whole the whole uh, super corporate culture, the whole capitalism, the whole—I ah. mean, this thing is basically doesn't America suck the game?
2: Mm. I, I, well, yeah. I mean, I've I've always been a thought that in my younger years I was very very staunchly anti everything, pretty much. As as a modern day Michael, I'm not. I'm not generally. I don't have super lean-ins in any sort of direction, to be honest. I'm quite a quite a middle of the road person, so it's not going to affect me as much. I'm not going to pull out all the old Rage Against the Machine tapes from Sony and start listening to them. <laughs> I don't know, you know, all those Rage Against the Machine tapes made brought to you by the man, published <laughs> by Sony. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's uh, okay. It's, so, so, it's it, not it, going to affect it, to have me. a game.
0: Okay, All right. Yeah. That's what I'm curious about. Right. Because um, I think in some ways it did a good job. Like it definitely portrayed what its ideals were in terms of, look, this is this is what we think is a problem. This is uh, it didn't really offer a solution because you can't offer a solution. It's a friggin video game. What are you going to do? The only thing that bothered me was how much it beats you over the head with it. Like, in terms of political leanings, I'm not going to get into a big scree. That'd be re- just stupid. Um, I agree with mostly with what's presented here. But even though they're preaching to what is mostly the choir, it still got old after a while. It's like, yes, I know they don't
2: treat humans like humans. Can we move on? Um, you never know. You never know. I, I mean, I, I, for me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm a grade my my mind matters being crushed as, as you can tell from my lack of memory of the majority of these podcasts Apologies <laughs> but it you know I, I, I'm at the point where I just don't care anymore you know
0: oh no yeah no I, I get that viewpoint too you, you just don't care but for like this got a lot of flack from people uh, I don't know about reviews because I don't really read them uh, but people being uh, very upset that this was a game that that took a
2: stance. Just like nope. We're- I think something like Bioshock could probably be a better, better thing for someone who wanted to come into these sort of things fresh. I don't know. I mean, yeah, Bioshock is pretty much. Hey, have you read The Fountainhead? You know, I. It's
0: it's like that. Um, but um, and I guess the point is, if this was something you disagreed with, Craig or Mike, like, would it still bother you that it took a political stance? No. I guess would be my question.
1: Absolutely not. In fact. If anything, I think I would like it more. Like if that would I dis- be a
0: change of pace. Not going to yeah, lie, that if, would be. If,
1: if I absolutely and utterly disagreed with the politics in this, but it still delivered it as well, I would like it more. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be
0: really interesting to play. Um, so, yeah, I, I was just curious to see if, if a game, like like when a film does it or a book does it, when it's, when it's overtly political if that bothers you and you know if it's just like whether you disagree or not okay alright that that was it that was the only question I don't want to get into a big everybody stand on the soapbox and tell me what you believe like Facebook is used for so let's 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 end this let's let's end this bad mother trucker your final thoughts gentlemen
1: I love this game go and play it (laughs)
0: um
2: uh, you're a little subtle Craig um (laughs) <laughs> or go on I'll, I'll jump in next I'll jump in next and say oh sorry Craig have you finished yeah oh
1: yeah I've totally finished that was like eight <laughs> months <laughs> and I'm done <laughs> oh
2: shit sorry um, yeah I, I think Craig's made a, a, a belter of a choice here it's not something I'd normally play but I really appreciate it and you know it's it makes me think all that sort of fallout thing it's, it's, probably, a, it's probably a market I'd be invested in, in trying more games in Uh, I like how they kept some things a bit simpler than usual, which makes it nice and more approachable for me when I might get jaded at this sort of game. But uh, yeah, recommended for me. So, Dave? All right. Um,
0: I think that uh, on the face of it, this is very much a redemption for Obsidian with the damage that uh, Fallout New Vegas kind of caused its reputation. So I'm very happy that uh, the studio got to say, no, 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 guys, 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 we can make a a good game like this. And they did. And I'm really glad that they pulled it off. And they even innovated in some places like the stealth, which is great. Or even the, I guess, even the VAT system kind of they innovated on. Um, This is not really my jam. And the fact that I can take this brain game and snap it over my knee, even on the hardest difficulty, uh, led to some moments of boredom while I was, you know, walking back and forth kind of thing. But on the whole, like, if I think most of my complaints would be obviated with the difficulty choice change. So, uh, yeah, I don't really have much bad I can say about this other than, well, some people have the same faces. You can tell this isn't done by a AAA studio. There's not that same wow factor that you'll get in a lot of AAA games, but it arguably doesn't need it. So, yeah, this is kind of... uh, A wholehearted recommendation from me, and this is—it should say something that this isn't a genre that I like very much. But I'm still, "Mm, this is really good. So yeah, you should uh, should play Outer Worlds. Not Outer Worlds. Not play the Outer Wilds. Not Outer Wilds. (laughs) Outer Worlds. Not Deep Impact. Armageddon. Oh wait, no, other way around. Not Armageddon. Deep Impact. Um. All right, so that wraps us up here. Uh, Next game is not Dig Dug. It is Darkest Dungeon. Uh, and yes. and that is again uh, I'm not quite sure how we're going to format that episode but uh, it's going to be like 90% mechanics and 10% story
1: and 100% but, long
0: oh absolutely <laughs> Like, um, yeah that's going to be a whopper so you can join us next time on Darkest Dungeon uh, we still haven't solidified our picks for what we're doing next so now would be a great time if you want to uh, suggest a game for us to do you can do that at biteffect.com So thank you very much for listening to this kind of rambly approach to an open world game. Uh, We will try to do better next time. Until then, have a good night.